Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and where in the world you are, I want to welcome you always to WWW. What happens this week in the world, and what do we think about it? Ken H. always coming to you from Houston. Midnight says hello, those faithful to the program. I'm grateful to always have you back, and again, thanks for your notes and your letters. I get those, and I appreciate those. Quite fun. You seem to enjoy that musician. I didn't know some of those as well, but we, we knew most of them, right? Thanks again. Let's get started. For those new to the program, a quick little reminder, we'll do a little politics, a little entertainment, a little sports in the United States. We'll talk a little bit about things happening in the world, and then we'll take a break from our fantastic sponsors, and then we'll move into what's going on uh, if we talk a little deeper into those subjects. It's going to be interesting tonight, perhaps a bit of a 411, perhaps a little, a, uh, what do they call those, called those, uh, those, uh, 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 public service announcements. That's what they were. So maybe that's what we'll get a little bit about tonight because it's really focused on our minds and our hearts, certainly here in hot, hot Houston. Well, let's get going. The president came back from his Mideast uh, tour uh, to not so, not so great report reviews. Uh, he's walked into the country again with a 36% approval rating. Again, I'll not be the guy that beats him up. There's plenty of people beating him up, but clearly the people in this country are frustrated with his job performance. That's because the economy, specifically the fuel prices, the prices of just about everything, and then our presence on the world stage. We don't seem to have a very big uh, imprint anymore. We certainly don't seem to be able to get uh, you know, he went to Saudi Arabia. Our oil prices are high. They're uh, a, a supplier of oil. And rumors has it that maybe that did or didn't even get discussed. Saudis say he didn't bring it up. The Biden says he did bring it up. He doesn't have a lot of credibility right now, so it's kind of hard to admit that he's probably saying it when the others say no. And, and again, nothing has happened from the Saudi Arabian government when it comes to that oil output. So perhaps they're telling a bit more of the real story than, than our own president. We'll see, but we certainly want to get back into what is going on in the business of the country, and there's a lot for him to be busy with. In sports, if you happen to be the baseball fan, I am, of course, the World Series uh, All-Star Game. Excuse me, the All-Star Game is tonight in Los Angeles, and at this current second, it's two to nothing with the National League over the American League, but we'll keep you imposed. Golfers seem to be leaving uh, pretty quick again. That Saudi Arabia, speaking of, they created that LIV golfing uh, uh, community, golfing league, and the PGA struggling. They just don't have the finances that the LIG Saudi Arabia, you know, entity has, and so these players clearly can see just one game on the match of a, of a game in the LIV league. The last place player, last place, will get over a million dollars. Now, you're not getting a million dollars unless you're in the top one or two in these major PGA tournaments, and most of the time it's thousands of dollars. I mean, that's okay. What are you not going to complain about playing golf for a living and earning $25,000 or $7,000 for a weekend? However, if you can do the same tournament and you come away at last place being the worst on the course and you get a million dollars, it doesn't take too much to think about what's a better decision. So they're having a tough time, the PGA and the LIV are kind of going at it to try to see if there's a way to live together. 
but we all know competition sometimes is good for everybody. I certainly knew that in my job going to Europe and creating a little competition in the world of the petrochemical market and there was some competition there and that was healthy for everybody. Everybody had to get back on their game if they were already there and those others of us had to earn our, our, our particular keep. So it was good for everybody. So I'm a believer in competition in that regard. So that's sports. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the uh, entertainment world. Well, if you're a Ben Affleck and a Jennifer Lopez, they were going to marry in 2000 and, and I guess it was 2002, three. They decided to break up, then there was back and forth, and they kept, you know, whatever. But here, after 20 years, they've now said, I'm going to Vegas, we're going to Vegas. They stood in line. They were quite humble, quite to kind of a low-key wedding. And Jennifer Lopez even changed her name, which uh, was quite a difference. She hadn't done that since since uh, Mark Anthony. But Jennifer now is called Jennifer Affleck. So that's pretty cool. So if romance is in your mind and, and Vegas is in your plans, then obviously you can go and join Ben Affleck and Jennifer now Affleck and follow in their wedding footsteps. Also in entertainment, of course, we did a little birthday a couple weeks ago for Tom Cruise was 60. One of my favorites, Harrison Ford, is 80. That seems kind of interesting, right? We've watched Harrison Ford. He's one of our favorite uh, action heroes. He's been, he got his start in American Graffiti uh, with George Lucas, and then George Lucas brought him back, and Steven Spielberg, they brought him back to do movies together. George, of course, took him on as, as Han Solo, and Steven Spielberg brought him on as, as Indiana Jones. He's played uh, movie characters, uh, presidents, of course. He was in that great Air Force One movie uh, against Gary Olden. And so uh, it's, he's a big-time action, and I believe they're in the process of making a final Indiana Jones movie. Harrison Ford at the age of 80. Huh. 80 years old. All right, fair enough. What's happening around the world? Well, in the world, they're kind of suffering from what America's suffering from and what we'll talk about in the last part of the program, of course, which is the heat. Heat is all over the place. You cannot escape it. You would kind of think Europe is not, you know, known for its big hot. They've got beaches, of course, and they're fun, and Spain and Portugal and all that stuff is, is hot. But you wouldn't have think of it as a very hot, 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 hot place. And certainly uh, when it comes to the wildfires, of course, California has, is classically known for its wildfires, but now France has joined in that. So let's get an update from the world. Heat around the world at 117 degrees in that Spain and Portugal. Those guys are experiencing record temperatures, and unfortunately they've had 748 deaths due to heat exhaustion, heat extreme heat uh, experience, heat, heat, heat. So what do you obviously think about? If you're in the UK, that Lufton Airport, which is one of those airports that kind of caters to a lot of the uh, uh, low-cost air, airfares, low-cost airlines, and they take a lot of the flights from other European countries into the UK, they were experiencing such a difference in the heat and such an experience with their heat on the tarmac that they actually had to postpone flights and then eventually even had to cancel flights. The degree of 
of levelization of the runway was such that it was starting to melt. And the, they had to close and again divert airlines because that runway uh, facility was, was surface deficit was starting to decrease and planes were not able to get a flat landing. And of course that's paramount when it comes to your survival to land the plane. Got to be on a flat surface. And so they had to kind of do that. So heat is all over the place when it comes to some of those difficulties. Switzerland, mountains, Alps, that can't be a big deal, right? Well, they're 98 degrees on Monday, just yesterday. So at 98 degrees, you kind of say to yourself, wow, that's pretty hot for an Alps-ish snow-encapped mountainy range area. Well, sure was. And again, France is talking about those wildfires 1,500 firefighters were taking on these wildfires that have sprung up in the region of France. They've evacuated 14,900 people, moving them out of the fire zone, fire range. That, of course, is something that Californians are quite familiar with, and it's a dangerous time, scary times, but not to, you don't think of France as being one of those countries that maybe would have that kind of situation. So it's certainly something that we're going to get into a bit more after our break because heat is a part of something that it doesn't sound like anybody can escape. We certainly are not going to be able to and certainly we're not going to be able to if we continue. So what do our dear sponsors say about it? What do the dear sponsors say about some of this heat? Well, fortunately you're at the right place at the right time for now. Travel Leisure Magazine does address some of these heat issues in a couple of their articles and a couple of their magazines. Travel and Leisure Magazine, because you're friends of the program, if you order right now, you'll spend $29.99 for 12 issues. That's one a month. Travel and Leisure Magazine is going to come to your door and going to give you the best information about where to travel, where to spend, what to do, and where to go. Love the magazine. 866-737-8037 or www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Thanks for everything you do. So, is it time for that public service announcement? Well, I think it might be, in fairness. It really might be. Everybody knows it's a friend of the program, knows of Midnight, and of course a horse is 1,100 pounds. I know Midnight's 1,118 pounds. He's 26 years old, and he's got fur on, you know, and, and, and so you're obviously going to be very careful. I certainly am very careful, and uh, all the horse owners are, 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 are watching this heat. Some of them, I must admit, I'm a little frustrated that they're riding their horses in this hot heat, and I had a guy come by tonight when I was just standing there and midnight was eating a little grass and he was riding and everybody was sweaty. He was sweaty. The horse was sweaty. And he said, uh, it's pretty hot. I said, yeah, it's too hot for that. Of course, I'm a bit favor and protective of my animal and I'm going to defend him, of course. And we'll never do something so stupid in my mind with 100 degrees at 5 o'clock in the night to be out riding and him having to carry me on his back and 
blah, blah, blah. So I think that's a, a dumb idea. So if you've got pets, you're not going to be a friend of mine if I think you're not taking care of your pets. So do please take care of your pets. Make sure they have plenty of water, plenty of shade. You know, the interesting part of this advice also dictates to humans as well. So when it comes to our heat, hot, hot times, let's take a little bit of time here in this second half of the program tonight and discuss some things. Discuss some things about the heat. So, obviously, hydration is number one. Drink water, drink water, get in the fluids, get enough water, have enough water available, have some fluids available so you can always make sure that you're hydrated. Hydrate is a big word. When it comes to your pets, make sure they've got fresh water because that water's going to get as hot as the rest of them. So I, every night, Mitty gets a couple of fresh buckets of cold water. That's going to happen, so he's going to get it. I have water right here next to me, right here next to me. Here you go. And so we're going to stay hydrated. Stay indoors. Well, until we decide we have the technology to do it, we'll always do the program indoors, so I'm safe there. Under shade, all right? Do your animals have shade? Do you have some shade, right? We're going to the beach. We're going to go to the beach. Do we have an umbrella? Do we have one of those tents? How are you going to deal with that? Where are you going to find some shade? Important to be able to block some of those sun rays off of your body, not just jump in the water. That's not going to do it. So make sure you have hydration. Make sure you kind of stay indoors if you can. If you're going to be outside and you're going to be near water, that's fine. But find some shade, obviously sunscreens. Check on your family and your friends. This is the time more than any to double check your family and friends. Sadly, with the electricity bills coming and being higher cost, and you know maybe some people that are experiencing financial difficulties, they may not feel like they can afford to pump the air conditioning. It's not a question of whether they have electricity and air conditioning. They can't maybe afford those bills. So maybe they try to be tough and they don't turn on the electricity. You'll only know if you're not checking on them. You won't know if you don't check on them. So please do check in on some of your family and some of your friends. Make sure you know what they're up against. Make sure you know what they're kind of struggling with. And if you can help them and you need to help them, maybe bring them over. I had some friends on the phone earlier tonight, and we talked about, you know, they don't have a pool, but I have a pool in my complex, and it should be open this weekend. So I said, well, if you want to come over and be in the pool, over here, you can come and be in the pool over here. We have some shade and, and some availability. So I offered that to them, whether they take me up on it or not, who knows. But you can offer, right? You can give, it, give that helping hand out, reach out to them and see what's going on. So that's kind of cool. Uh, it's be cool to, to get them out of the heat, right? So let's talk about some facts, some known facts. You've heard maybe these terms. I certainly have heard these terms, but maybe you never knew what they were. Maybe you never heard what they meant. Maybe you didn't know either one. So I picked the top three. So let's get after it. Let's get into it. So hopefully we can kind of have a little bit of more knowledge when we leave the fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world available on all nine of the podcast producing sources. So thanks again for always being here. Heat index. You've heard that word, the heat index. No, it's not the heat, it's the humidity, right? It's not the heat, it's the humidity. We have a dry heat. You know, you always heard those people say things like that. Well, 
The heat index is the apparent temperature. So what does the body feel like? It feels like what? It's uh, 100 degrees out here, but it feels hotter. It feels like it's uh, 106 or 107. It feels different. So that's the facts. The heat index is exactly that. It's the temperature plus the humidity. And what the humidity number is plus the temperature creates that feeling. And what does it feel like outside? And that's the heat index. So you say, well, it's only 100 degrees, but it feels like 106, 107, 105 because of that humidity factor, right? What's that, what does that mean? Well, when your body says, I'm too hot, it naturally has the capacity to sweat and start cooling the body off, the skin off. Well, if there's no way for those sweat glands to uh, get the humidity doesn't allow the sweat to evaporate, then there's no way for the body to cool off because that sweat comes right out, it evaporates, and therefore there's no way to cool the body off because that humidity doesn't really allow the sweat to do its job. So that's why it's important, that's why the two combinations come together, and that's where you get the words heat index. Fact number one. Did you know that? Anybody know that? Raise your hand if you knew that. All right, some smarties out there. Okay, smarties. Let's see if you get this second one. Here's number two. It's a heat wave. What does that mean? Well, I know I'm waving. I know what a wave is in the ocean. What's a heat wave? Okay. Well, historically, the temperature is unusually high for two to three days. So normally in, in uh, let's say in July here in Houston, we do not have uh, 100 degrees. Well, that's a lie, but let's just say that's the, the number. And so if it goes unusually uh, over 100 or at 100 for a couple of days, then that's what you're going to have a heat wave. So it's two or three days of unusually hot area, hot temperatures in a given area. So as an example, two or three days at 95 degrees in Maine, the top of the country on the pan, you know, up in the northeast, at 95 degrees for two or three days, that could be a heat wave for that area. But down here, and importantly, you know, out to Death Valley, out there, 95 for a couple of days is a joke. That's nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Get over it. So it's not a heat wave based on the area that we're talking about. So again, like an example, we're going to have a heat wave here in Houston because it's unusual for us to be so hot for so many days. And so that's when it comes to the next and the third fact that we're going to share with you all tonight. So that's a heat wave. Everybody got it? So you have a heat index. The heat wave leads us to what? Number three fact, that excessive heat warning. So the heat index maybe tells us about the heat wave, and the heat wave then tells us we need an excessive heat warning or we're going to have a warning. The, 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 the weather people in your area say we're having an excessive heat warning. Be careful. What does that mean? Well, it's again when the heat stays above. Now this one has some specific numbers no matter where you are. 
So when the temperature is 105 or higher in the day for two days or more, and plus the nighttime temperature never gets below 75, that's when they have a warning. So it's a heat warning, an excessive heat warning with 105.75. So like you have your blood pressure, one, you know, 120 over 80. This is kind of the heat index warning, the heat wave warning, the excessive heat warning, 105 over 75. So if it gets, you know, in the low 70s in the night, but it is at 105 for a couple of days, that would not be a warning because those temperatures will drop and cool down in the night and it gives you that break, that little barrier, okay? But here's the, here's the little caveat. Always, there's always, you know, a, a, uh, there's always a uh, exception to the rule, right? So then there's an important excessive heat advisory, okay? What's the advisory? Well, the advisory is just 100 degrees and again has to have 75 at night. So two days or more, 75 at night. Well, I can already tell you because I took a picture of it. Everybody on their phones can check their weather. I can tell you they haven't said it yet, but they might as well. In fact, maybe they probably have. Is you're going to have an advisory here in Houston guaranteed because today it was 102.79. Oops, both those numbers. Tomorrow, Wednesday, 102.79. Whoops. And the, so there's our two days. So we've heat. We've hit that advisory, heat advisory. Thursday, 101.78. Friday, 98.78. 98.78 Friday, Saturday, 178 on Sunday. So we're going to experience, again, these hot temperatures, and yet it doesn't get so cool in the night, yet we're going to get a little break come Thursday, Friday off of this 102. But we could easily see, and I'm sure the weathermen will tell us tonight on the news, we're going to have a heat advisory, and I guarantee it'll probably be on your phone if you look it up. National heat, let's see, I already have it. See, look at that. I pulled it right up on the phone, and there it is. Heat advisory. National Weather Service has a heat advisory for our Harris County. Okay? So I got it right. How about that? <laughs> You're not listening to some goofy program. This is an actual program that knows exactly what they're saying. And sure enough, we got it right. So I just want to remind us as we kind of finish uh, these three facts. So again, heat index is the combination of your heat, temperature, and humidity. The heat wave is if we have a two or three day consistency in that area or in that region where the, the temperature is unusually high. So that doesn't necessarily have a number for a heat wave. The number is based on your area and based on being outside the norms. You could have a heat wave in March, right, in April if it was unusual for you to be having high temperatures for a couple, three days in that area. So that could be, you know, an example of a heat wave. It's based on the area you live in and a two or three outside the norm temperature. That's the heat wave. Excessive heat warning is 105 for two days and no lower than 75 for the nighttime. 
That's not exciting or fun. That's not even nice. And then, of course, you have the advisory, which we're under here in Houston right now. And that's only 100 degrees with, again, a 75 at night that you want to be careful of. So, folks, I hope you had a little fun tonight again. I hope this has been a little helpful. Maybe you learned a little something. Certainly, you can know some terms, share those with your friends. If you're going to make travel plans, maybe France and Geneva, not the places to go right now because they're experiencing the same heat. Spain and Portugal, 117. Maybe not the greatest places to go for your travel plans right now, but it will get better. Gosh, the fastest 25 minutes. Remember, we're all in this together. We're all in the heat together. Thank you so much for being here. This has been WWW, what happened this week in the world and what do we think about it? I'm Ken H and it's always good fun. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch up with you soon. See ya.